Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you're enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the hell ever. Episode 163. It's time to go over a subject matter that I've thought about and finally wanted to do. Talking about Zach Allen's WWE career. On screen, it only happened for around five months. Lasted a slight bit longer than that, but it's time to go over how Mr. Gowan's career went. So, in 2003, WWE signed a very young Zach Gowan to a contract, making him the only one-legged wrestler in, to be signed by WWE. Zach Gowan's left leg was amputated when he was only 8 years old due to cancer, which he successfully overcame, and despite the physical setback, he still pursued professional wrestling. Gowan would make his on-screen debut on the May 15, 2003 episode of SmackDown be displayed as a fan in the audience that receives an American flag by Mr. America, being Hulk Hogan in disguise. Roddy Piper and Sean O'Hara would launch an attack on Mr. America during his appearance on Piper's Pit, prompting Zach Gowan to get involved. However, O'Hara and Piper would prevent Gowan from helping Mr. America, and Piper would end up accidentally pulling off Gowan's prosthetic leg. Gowan would be in Mr. America's corner that same week later on at Judgment Day, as Mr. America faced and defeated Roddy Piper at the pay-per-view, as well as getting an attack on Vince McMahon. Now, on the May 22, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Stephanie McMahon conducted a sit-down interview with Zach Gowan, the interview discussing his leg amputation when he was 8 years old due to cancer, his mother solely caring for him while he was work- while she was working full-time during pregnancy, and how he was sick for, sick for 7 to 8 months, not seeing his dad since he was 4 years old, and passing on a make-a-wish opportunity to meet Hulk Hogan because he knew he was going to live through this sickness. His goal going forward will be to become a professional wrestler and join the SmackDown brand. And later that night, Gowan would sit in Mr. America's corner during his match with Sean O'Hare. But would be arrested at the request of Vince McMahon for trespassing, personal assault that he committed on Judgment Day, and for having a weapon, that being his personal cane that he uses for mobility. The following week on May 29, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Josh Matthews would interview Zach Gowan, who was in the crowd at this point, and reveal that the charges from the prior week were dropped, and it's revealed that if Mr. America fails the upcoming lie detector test that he was being put through as per stipulation for the prior week's match, then Zach Gowan would never achieve his dream of one day becoming a WWE superstar. Thankfully, Mr. America would pass the lie detector test when it came to trying to figure out his real identity, and later that night, Vince McMahon's limo would be towed for parking in a handicapped spot, and Zach Gowan rubbed in that fact in Vince's face, implying that he got Vince's limo towed out of revenge for the prior week's arrest. Now, on the June 5th, 2003 episode of SmackDown, the show would begin with the Piper's Pit segment that included Vince McMahon, Mr. America, and Zach Gowan. Vince claims that he's the only one that can give Zach Gowan a contract and has an opportunity to earn one next week through an arm wrestling contest before shoving Gowan over with Piper knelt behind him. The next week on the June 12, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Vince McMahon would defeat Zach Gowan after cheating by kicking his prosthetic leg from under the table and winning the arm wrestling contest. Then the following week on June 19, 2003, Zach Gowan would go to Stimmy McMahon's backstage office to talk to her only to be invited inside by her assistant, Sable. Sable would serenade and make other advances at Gowan in the office, even getting on top of him on Stephanie's desk before slapping him in the face and revealing that her advances were just a ruse to embarrass him, with Vince also being in on the charade and mocking him a little bit later on during the show about the state of his leg and having wood and everything. Then the next week, June 26, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Vince McMahon invited Zach Gowan and Stephanie McMahon to the ring, and Vince claimed that he wants to be Zach Gowan, wanting to be someone who spit in the face of death, as well as claiming that he wanted to apologize to Gowan for their bad blood. However, 
Gallon would refuse to accept Vince McMahon's apology twice in a row, even while being demanded to accept it, saying that he's not intimidated by Vince McMahon at all, and that he's done with Vince McMahon making jokes at his expense. The only offer he wants is a WWE SmackDown wrestling contract, which Vince says he will give to Gowan if he joins the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. Vince dropped his pants, and instead of Gowan kissing his ass, he ended up giving Vince a low blow. And at the end of the show, Vince would interrupt a tag team main event by distracting Mr. America by assaulting Zach Gowan on the stage area. Stephanie would then run down and protect Zach Gowan after this, prompting Vince to announce that the following week on SmackDown would be a special handicap match, as Big Show would go against Vince Mc or against Stephanie McMahon and Zach Gowan with Gowan's contract opportunity being on the line. And this night was also the final night that we would see Hulk Hogan have an in-ring and in-person appearance for this run as he'd quit the WWE after this broadcast and footage of his unmasking after SmackDown would air the following week. So that whole working relationship finally came to an end between Zach Gowan and Mr. America slash Hulk Hogan. Now the next week, on the July 3rd, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Vince McMahon would add a no-holds-barred stipulation for the handicap match of Zach Gowan and Stephanie McMahon versus The Big Show. Gowan would get his own entrance coming to the ring and would debut with the song Out of My Way by Seether, great song choice by the way, and following assistance in this match by both Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar as well as fighting away Vince McMahon, Gowan would get a one-legged moonsault to win the match on The Big Show and earn the contract. So then the next week, July 10, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Gowan would sign his contract in the ring and it would be announced that he would face Vince McMahon at Vengeance in his first official match under contract. In kayfabe, that is. Then the next week on the July 17, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Gowan would get involved and interfere in the handicap no holds barred false count anywhere match that Kurt Angle was involved in against the world's greatest tag team, being Sheldon Benjamin, Charlie Haas, and their tag team partner, The Big Show, at the end of the show. The next week, July 24, 2003, Gowan would be confronted by Vince McMahon backstage to rile Gowan up before their big pay-per-view match coming up. And this would also see Gowan in the main event in a six-man tag team match teaming up with Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle to take on Big Show and the World's Greatest Tag Team, but their team would be unsuccessful in defeating the Heels. While the referee was distracted during the match, Vince McMahon would come down and attack Gowan's right leg with a steel chair. So thus stopping Zach Gowan from ever getting involved in the match again. Now, two days later, on July 26, 2003, WWE would air an episode of WWE Confidential, finally taking a look into Zach Gowan's life and his battle with cancer as a kid, as well as his love for professional wrestling and other stuff involving his life and trying to overcome this physical handicap of sorts. Now, you get to Vengeance 2003, Zach Gowan would take on Vince McMahon in the second-to-last match of the pay-per-view. Despite busting Vince McMahon open with a dropkick to McMahon in the side of the head with a steel chair, Gowan would fail to defeat McMahon after missing his one-leg moonsault finisher and being covered to end the match. Despite the loss, Zach Gowan would receive a standing ovation from the crowd there during the pay-per-view. Now, that following week, July 31st, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Zach Gowan would face Matt Shannon Moore one-on-one, -on -one, but unfortunately would lose to a schoolboy roll-up after attacking Matt Hardy to prevent an attempted interference. Post-match, Hardy would attack Gowan with a side effect and twist of fate out of retaliation for that attack a bit earlier. Then the next week, August 7, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Zach Gowen would lose the singles match to Nunzio after stopping Shannon Moore from interference and taking a middle rope front dropkick from Nunzio to lose a match, and then taking another twist of fate by Matt Hardy V1 after the bell. The next week, August 14, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Gowen would lose to John Cena in a singles match after seeing a roll through a crossbody attempt by Gowen and delivered an FU. 
During the commercial break, as well would be aired uh, during SmackDown, Gallon was being helped to the back, and during up in the aisleway, he was attacked from behind by Matt Hardy V1 yet again. Then the next week was a bit of a turbulent show for him. On the August 21st, 2003 episode of SmackDown, Gowan would break his personal cane over the back of Matt Hardy to cause him a match against Rey Mysterio, but this wasn't all for Gowan on this night. He would be forced into a singles match against Brock Lesnar, which he would win via disqualification after taking a nasty chair shot to the head, and then would have his leg broken in kayfabe after taking an F5 while being severely bloodied into the ring pose right in front of his own mother and in his hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Now, during all this, people may not remember, Gowan was actually scheduled to face Matt Hardy that Sunday at SummerSlam, but the match would be completely called off, and Matt Hardy would quote-unquote win via forfeit due to the injuries suffered at the hands of Brock Lesnar. A couple weeks later on SmackDown, September 4, 2003, Lesnar would do have one of the most infamous segments of his run here when he would take Zach Gowan, who was in a, in a wheelchair, and shove him down a flight of stairs to temporarily write him off television, even though in real life, Zach Owen was not involved in the stunt, he decided to let his stuntman take this due to the warrant or personal dangers that he felt was going to happen with the stunt. So Zach Owen would be off television for almost an entire month and would return on screen on the October 2nd, 2003 episode of SmackDown through a satellite interview to hype up his return the following week's episode of SmackDown without actually truly addressing the Brock Lesnar and the attack on him from the month prior. So, in his return match on October 9, 2003, Zach Allen would face Shannon Moore in his return match, but would lose after taking a swinging neckbreaker from, from Shannon Moore following interference by Matt Hardy V1 to stop his single-leg moonsault yet again. Unfortunately, Gowan would not appear the following week on SmackDown for the October 16, 2003 episode, but it was announced that he would be booked to face Matt Hardy one-on-one -on -one at No Mercy. And at the pay-per-view, Zach Gowan would successfully defeat Matt Hardy in a singles match at the pay-per-view, making this his only decisive televised singles victory in the WWE. And unfortunately, Zach Gowan's final match would happen that same, later that same week on SmackDown, October 23, 2003, when he would lose a singles match to Tajiri after missing his one-legged moonsault, taking a vicious super kick right to the face. Post-match, Zach Gowan would take a double STO, by Tajiri's associates, Akiro and Sakota, leaving him with a legit concussion from the impact. And unfortunately, Zach Allen would not return to WWE television or WWE at all after this, and was completely released from his contract in February of 2004. Now, it's been stated through interviews that Zach Allen was also dealing with substance and alcohol issues around this time, as well as getting heat from the boys due to his sudden shot into the position he was in upon his debut, but thankfully, since then, Zach Allen has returned to wrestling and has overcome his demons, which I am very proud of him for. And I have seen him also wrestle in person a few times, and the dude's really damn good. I'm glad to see him turn his life around and also, like, overcome his physical disability and try to make a positive influence on other people through motivational speaking, doing DDP yoga, so on and so forth. It's just a massive shame that he just had a terrible run in WWE, because... That match he had a vengeance, to me, I feel like that was an example of a match where the wrong guy won, because Vince was making Gowan's life a living hell in the build to his pay-per-view, yet Vince essentially got away with everything by still beating Gowan at the end when they had their pay-per-view match, and then the only decisive singles victory he got was at No Mercy when he faced Matt Hardy, and then he also got a DQ singles victory over Brock, but still that's not really a decisive win. But that was just like a handful of matches on TV and a bunch of losses, and I think he won every tell or house show match he was in, but those were all like tag matches and everything. So, yeah, it's a 
it's a shame. This was a bad run, and I feel sorry for the guy. Like, he had to overcome so much, like, like in his life and everything, with his health and everything like that, and this physical impairment. But, I mean, at least you can look at his whole story even after leaving WWE, being gone from WWE and seeing him turn his life around. Major plus right there. Hope to see him again someday in person if he ever comes back to wrestling here in Michigan. So anyway, let me know you all in the comment section below. What did you think about Zach Allen's WWE run from 2003? Well, mainly 2003. I would say 2003 to 2004, but the 2004 stuff was on nothing on television and not even any matches. But anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.